Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to the Insomnia Project. Sit back, relax, and listen as we have a calm conversation that's meant to help you find your way to sleep. And if it doesn't, and it just relaxes you, or you just follow along, that's perfectly fine too. I'm your host, Marco Timpano. Thank you for joining us. I have the distinct pleasure of having, for the first time on our podcast, my cousin from Massachusetts, Kelly Lawrence, welcome to the Insomnia Project. Hi, Marco. Thanks for having me. We're here in your beautiful home in Norwell, Massachusetts, on beautiful, comfortable leather chairs. So you might hear the squeak of leather in the background, um, as well as, uh, you know, the sounds of outside. But uh, I'm happy to be here in Massachusetts because we often talk about Massachusetts on the podcast because your cousin Amanda, of course, grew up in this general area where we are right now. Yes, she sure did. And we're fortunate because we're going to have you on our holiday episodes, which are coming up, listeners. So we're going to have new holiday episodes, and you'll hear, hear Kelly talk about her beautiful, uh, I won't even say her home and decorations. But let's just give a preview of that, because I want to talk about your non-holiday decorations okay? and how beautiful your home is decorated. Mm-hmm. Thank you. In particular with what you have on your walls. Okay. So tell me, how did you approach decorating your home? I think that everything that I do, I have a very eclectic style, and I think that that shows. Um, But I think the number one thing of importance to me is warmth. Okay. So I always want to relay a feeling of warmth and you know, love. I mean, not to sound too cliche, but I want people to come here and feel comfortable being here, um, and visit and want to come back like you and Amanda. Oh my goodness. Um, and so I really want people to feel relaxed and comfortable here. So that's the main thought process I think of when I am decorating the home. Um, I also really in that vein, love things that have meaning. Okay. So it's very rare that I will do something. And granted, I I like something that looks nice. This wicker basket looks nice. These lamps look nice. But oftentimes I will choose things that have meaning to keep in my home. Okay. For example? Um, Well, in here, um, we have a bar area. Um, which Dave and I, we laugh about this because we saw this bar, uh, at home goods and we said, we have to have it. And we were just about to return it because we couldn't, it was much bigger than we thought. And we put it in this random place and we thought this is the place for it. But on that bar, if you notice, there's a very tall wooden giraffe. Yeah. 
And that giraffe is from Jamaica. Okay. My friend Lauren got married there back in March, March 1st of 2020. And um, they have a lot of wooden sculptures in Jamaica. Sure. And Dave and I saw this giraffe and we had to have it. In fact, somebody tried to purchase it off my husband at the airport. Oh, wow. And he would not. He had to hold it because it wouldn't fit in luggage. We thought the neck would break. Right. So he carried that on the airplane and sat with that big giraffe on top of him. I love that. (laughs) I love that story. What about wall hangings? Because I need to ask you about one wall hanging in particular. But first, I want to get your opinion because you've got your walls so beautifully decorated Mm -hmm. in every room. Like I see that painting right behind you. Sure. And the colors of it, uh, like it just just works in that room. It Mm -hmm. just looks fantastic. But I noticed that everywhere. Like you've got this, I love... uh, these types of mirrors that yeah. have like a sun design. Yeah, so pretty. Uh, and this looks like an antique. It's- well, it's so funny because I've only seen this mirror one other time in my life. And my sister-in-law has this mirror. Oh, wow. And neither of us knew that we had the mirror. And I was like, wait a second, I have that mirror too. And mm. it's the only time I've ever seen it elsewhere. It's a gorgeous mirror. Thank you. Yeah. But how do you approach wall hangings? Um, I'm a big photo person. Okay. I really like to post photos. My husband will tell you I have way too many uh, wedding photos on the walls, but it's a very happy time. Um, it involves my fa- friends and my family. So I like to, you know, have those. Um, I also have pictures going up my staircase. Growing up, I never had a staircase that had wall hangings. As a matter of fact, I tell my mother this all the time that she needs photos going up her staircase. Mm-hmm. And um, I always wanted that. I'd see it in movies. And so I did it. I have uh, frames, uh, all different sizes um, of pictures of me and my husband and our dog. So um, that's kind of the thought process there. And they're all different. It's us at Patriots games. It's us dressed up for New Year's Eve because we do these giant themed parties on New Year's. I love it. Um, And... uh, uh, one from Halloween, one when we were in Palm Springs. So, so there's a lot. So lovely memories that you yes. have. The celebrating memories too. Yeah, exactly. Um, you have above one of the mantles of your fireplaces mm-hmm. a whale. Yes, I'm really into nautical things, okay. and so whales for me, like really, like these are the things that really stand out for me. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be a marine bi- biologist when I was oh, a kid. Wow. Yeah, so I love that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I noticed here in New England whales appear in a lot of people's homes. Mm -hmm. So I'm curious about the whale that you have, which I already took a picture of because I love it so much, (laughs) above your fireplace. Sure. Um, So ironically, I ordered it for this fireplace. So the fireplace that has uh, lots of brick around it. We have three three fireplaces in this home, just so you're aware, folks. Yes. And currently it's over the big fireplace. Um, And... I really, my husband moved it there by accident. I think it was after last Christmas and he put it in the wrong spot. Um, And there used to be a ship there, but the ship had broken. um, And so he put it there and I was like, oh, I kind of like it in this fireplace. But really, I just always wanted a whale. Okay. And so I purchased one. Um, from a local company. I think they're based in Cohasset, Massachusetts. And um, it's just a whale and it has kind of like a white paint, but not solid. It looks kind of rustic. Yeah. And um, it was funny. My friend Melissa came over and she saw the whale and she said, 
I love that whale. And so for Christmas, I bought her a whale. That's amazing. That's amazing. And I noticed that, you know, there are a lot of nautical things in homes here in Massachusetts, whether they be ships, Mm -hmm. whales. You also have a wall that has like these beautiful fish kind Mm -hmm. of like. Oh, yes. Yeah. I love that. I love nautical. Why is that? Why do you think it's such a, uh, so present in so many homes here in Uh, Massachusetts? I think a lot of it has to do with the presence of being so close to the ocean. Right. Um, And so, you know. Norwell does not have uh, an ocean, although we have the North River and I live very close to it. It's gorgeous, by the way. Yes, that's so pretty. Um, But if you ever were to go to Situate, um, which is a beach town, it's on the ocean. Which was formerly a fishing town, right? It was a fishing town, yes. It could have even been a whaling town back in the day, right? Oh, I'm sure. Okay. And lots of lobstering goes on there. Sure. And so... Um, though people in those houses tend to have a ton of nautical stuff. Like you'll notice the door knockers, yeah. you know, here you might have a pineapple or a regular door knocker sure. and you get to situate and they're almost all starfish. Oh, really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Or like a whale's tail. Yes, exactly. Or like a mermaid. Exactly. Thing. Okay, cool. That's awesome. So, um, yes, but we love nautical things and I just love the ocean. I'm a lover of all things sure. ocean. So I just like to have... A touch of the ocean in my home. I love it. Speaking of the ocean, speaking of you being a lover of the ocean, mm-hmm. you're also captain of a boat. So. <laughs> uh, to clarify, okay. I am not the captain. Okay. I am the rider. You are the first mate? I'm the first mate. Okay. I like that. Um, my husband is the captain. Okay. I don't really think he likes to be the captain, but he is the captain. Okay, so tell me about your boat and what you love about uh, being on the water. And if people are looking to purchase a boat... What's a, what, what are some things you would recommend? Okay. So I have always wanted a boat and begged Dave, let's get a boat. Let's get a boat. And we kind of were looking and we test drove one boat. It was not, the engines weren't good on it, uh, down the Cape. And we just kind of fell upon this boat in the middle of the summer. Uh, was it two summers ago, I believe. And um, it's just a little... Uh, fishing boat. It's a proline center console. It's 24 feet. Um, what makes it a fishing boat versus um, uh, like a, I don't know, like a tour boat or like sure. a fun boat or like a... So in a in a fishing boat, so a center console, um, the captain will drive the boat from the middle, but there's a lot of area if you're fishing that you can fish off of, you can store the fish. They have fish wells on the boat. Um, and things do you like fish? That. Is that why you bought it? I you're... do not. My husband does. Okay. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. And I always really liked that type of boat because sometimes the other boats are, they're a little bit too much. And I, this was our first boat purchase. So we were like, you know, let's keep it simple. Sure. And so this is a simpler style of boat. Okay. So when purchasing a boat, Mm -hmm. what are some tips you would give our listeners? Well, that's a hard one because I pretty much had no idea what I was doing and, um, Trusted my husband and his friend, who was a former um, boat mechanic to uh, engines, boat engine mechanic. And um, so they looked at the engine and it looked good. I would say this. Everything is negotiable. Okay. So you should never just see the sticker price and say, I'm paying that. I would give an offer. And that's what I did. And I I said to my husband, I bet you they meet us halfway. And that's exactly what they did. Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah, be wise because a boat is not an inexpensive purchase, right? Because mm-hmm. you have to maintain the boat and yes. it's on the water and it faces a lot of challenges, yes. right? So And you, it's expensive to maintain. And you have to love being on the water yes. in order to have a boat, I would say. And I love being on the water. So we we do love it. 
It has cost a lot of money to maintain. Um, as a matter of fact, we're talking about maybe remotoring it, which oh is, my goodness. it actually costs more than the boat costs oh no. to remotor so it. So just know that listeners, if you're going to get a boat, yes. you've got to love it. Yes. Um, let me ask you this. Where's your favorite boat route? to take so i really like we put the boat in uh at the situate town ramp where we're trailering currently i want to get a slip i love situate i have to yes, say you took beautiful. me to situate it's so gorgeous it's gorgeous yeah. and um we tend to go well my husband he likes to go to plymouth he's from plymouth plymouth is so is he wild. immediately wants to go to yeah. plymouth and it's a nice ride down to plymouth you pass the cliffs in situate and you're like right downtown plymouth when you when you are at the water yes, right you yeah. are and so that's very nice. I have gone down there with him a few times to do some fishing. Um, by the way, I haven't done the fishing, but I've sat there and watched him and his friends fish. What um, do they catch? Oh, gosh. Uh, I striper? Think, I don't know if you know this about me. Before I wanted to be a marine biologist, when yeah. I was a really young kid, yep. I wanted to be a fisherman. Really? Fisher, yeah. That's yeah. too funny. Yeah. So I need to talk to Dave. You about do. Fish. You I need can't to believe talk it. to him about fish. We're, we're leaving it in, in like, you know an hour and yeah. I've only got like 45 minutes to talk fish with, with Dave. So he, that is a subject he would love to I talk about. I didn't know that. Yes. Okay. okay. He loves, um, I think he catches some mackerel. Uh, he catches a striper. Um, so yeah, he really, he really enjoys that. And then there was another fish he caught this year. He got one of them, but I forget what it okay, was. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, and so that's, that's good. Um, but I really like to go. So there's this area called the spit and it is where the ocean opens up from two rivers, uh, or rather two rivers open up into the ocean. Um, and it's the North river, which is part of Norwell, the town I live in. I live very close to that river. Right. And then there's the South river, which comes out of Marshfield. And the two of those rivers meet and combine and then go out into the ocean. Okay. Um, so and, fresh water into salt water too. Correct. Okay. And they have a giant sandbar. And in the summertime, I like to take the boat down to the sandbar called the spit. And you can sit out there, you can grill, you can hang out with your friends. Um, and we just, we sit on the beach, but it's like a special beach. It's okay. not, it's, you know, there's no rocks. It's very clean. So I like to go there. Um, and I like to be out on the boat. And sometimes we just go for drives on the boat. And I like that too. Oh, that's nice. Mm -hmm. Where's the furthest you've gone with your boat? Um, I think Quincy. Okay. Yes. And and the reason that's the furthest, you would think, well, Plymouth is probably equidistant um, in length, but there's this area, this town called Hull that kind of sticks out into the middle of the ocean. Okay. And so you have to go around Hull to get to Quincy. So it took longer than, than going to Plymouth. Plymouth we can get to in a half an hour or so, but... Uh, Going to Quincy was a lot longer. We wanted to go to Boston, but it just was already so long having to go around Halloween. I see. Mm -hmm. So Boston is far from the water. It is, yes. Because it's only a 45-minute drive if there's no traffic, right? To, right. To Boston. But it's never a 45-minute drive. No. And, and actually, I could get to Boston easily in a half an hour. It's oh, only 23 miles. Okay. But... There's always traffic. Right. So I work downtown, and a lot of times it's an hour and a half to two hours one way, so... I love it. Yes. I mean, I don't love that you're in yes. traffic. No, me no, neither. But I, I love how close you are to Boston. Yeah, no, it's great. So on a Sunday, let's say, mm -hmm. you could get there relatively quick or no? Oh, I could get there relatively quick. Okay. Yep. But nobody works on a Sunday, so it doesn't really matter. No, That's ex exactly. That's why you can get there relatively quick. Wow. All right. So we talked about your home. We talked about your uh, boat. 
I'd love to know about what brings you joy. Because like I said before, you're the type of person when you're around Kelly, you just have a good time and you don't even have to be doing anything, you know, anything in particular. But I just love hearing stories that you have to tell and stuff and you just bring so much joy to a room. Um, Well, I think you hit the nail on the head. I love a good story. Yeah. Uh, And I have a lot of Mm -hmm. good stories. Um, and at least that's what my friends tell me. Um, but I'm that person that the crazy stuff always happens to. So I tend to have good stories. Um, but I really like to be with my friends and family, but particularly my girlfriends, I really just enjoy their company and, you know, sharing stories and finding out what's going on in their lives. So, um, you will frequently find us here, whether it's just one girlfriend or two, um, sitting in front of a fireplace, having some wine. That's probably my favorite thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also like other things. Like I love animals. I love dogs. Sure. I love dogs. If I would be that lady that had a thousand dogs. Right. Um, and so I like that. Um, and then things like I was at this wedding last night and it was really cute. Um, the bride Allie put this little like blurb together, um, of, you know, who, where you were sitting to thank you. And ours started off with fashion icon and world renowned plumber. Uh, Cause my husband's a plumber. Right. And I thought that was really oh, funny. So and I sweet. said, I'm a fashion icon. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. And you look spectacular yesterday. Thank you, you. I feel like you can wear things that other people can't, you know how you see supermodels and sometimes you're like, Oh, nobody would ever wear that. Yeah. And then you see it on them and you're like, Oh, it's so gorgeous. I feel like you're the type of person who can wear stuff and really make it a fashion statement where on other people it'd be like, you can't wear that. I, I really put a lot of thought into yeah. what I wear. And um, I've always really liked things that are unique, but not overly unique. Like, I don't want to be wearing something that looks like a trash bag. Sure. I, I want it to always look classy. Yeah. Um, and But I like bright colors. So right. a lot of times I'll pair them together. But it, I don't like bright colors that don't match. So everything's right. got to kind of coordinate sure. and look good together. Um, I like sparkly things. So mm. I have, I have the world's largest jewelry collection, not, not real, not like super nice, but right. costume jewelry sure. that you have ever seen in your life. Really? Yeah. I have more earrings. All my friends, they have weddings to go to anything. Kelly, can I borrow your earrings? Wow. Yes. You need to talk to your cousin cause she's got the same thing. She's, really? Yeah. She's ask her to show you just the jewels that she's traveled with today. Like she well, has her own little... I noticed her necklaces and I was yeah. like, wow, that's a lot of necklaces to travel with. Right? Yes. You need to see, like, it's a thing and <laughs> yes. it'll always be like, which, and it always comes to me, which necklace, which necklace? And right. I'm like, whatever necklace you want. Yes. And then sure enough, I'm like, not that one. <laughs> and she's like, I asked you, right? Um, along, along with being a person who brings a lot of joy into the room. Sure. And brings joy. You're also a very resilient person. Yeah. You've had, you face challenges and sure. you're resilient about it. Yeah. So if we have listeners right now who might be facing challenges, mm-hmm. what would be some of the advice or the, some of your go-tos that might help them? Sure. Um, I'm a very positive person. Mm-hmm. I really hate negativity. Sure. Um, and so I always try to find the silver lining in things. Mm-hmm. I mean, I will find the most ridiculous silver lining in something. And I've had people, doctors say to me, I wish everyone was like you. Right. That's insane that that's what, how you're thinking of it, but it's what I have to do to get me through, right? Sure. Um, and I think that, you know, 
you have to remember that there's always people that are worse off than you. So okay. even though I might be facing tough challenges, I have to remember that I'm very blessed with a wonderful husband, sure. that I have a beautiful home, I have a wonderful career, um, I have a great family. You know, not everybody is blessed with those things. Sure. And so in the grand scheme of things, I'm actually very fortunate. Um, and so I think if you maintain that thought process and stay positive about things, it's a lot easier to just go through life and feel you have to know that everything's going to be okay. It's, right. a, it's a feeling and you have to convince yourself, I'm going through this, but this too shall pass and I'm I'm going to be okay. I'm going to make it out of this. You can't get caught up in that, you know, negative energy. Right. Right. So when you steer away from that and focus on what's good, and what can be good. Sure. And you have a confidence too. Thank and you. you lean in joy. Sure. Those three things together make you such, I, I think, make you such a, a, a resilient person that I, oh, I look you. up to. So you mentioned your work. Mm -hmm. And I just want to mention, because our, our, our listeners will be like, oh, what work do you do? Are you, sure. are you able to tell us a little bit of kind of what you do? And, sure. And um, so I can't go into really great detail sure. about it. Um because I work in a pretty litigious field. Oh, I see. Okay. Uh, and I, I also, I have to make sure that everything is uh, okay before I say anything. Of course. But I can tell you I work in finance. Okay. So that might explain why I can't say a lot. Fair enough. Fair enough. I always try to like, when people mention something on the podcast, I, I try to uncover it because our sure. listeners might be like, I sure. wanted to know that. I wanted to know that. So sure. thank, you, thank you for sharing that. Sure. All right. Well, Kelly, before we go, I just want to thank you for being such a great guest. Thank you. Uh, for welcoming me into this beautiful home of yours mm -hmm. with three fireplaces. And I should thank mention, you. it's not, my listeners will think, oh, three fireplaces, it's a humongous home. Mansion, yeah. It, it, it's, it's not. It's a, it's a beautiful home. It's mm -hmm. a size. It, there's, you're cer certainly not lacking in space. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's just, it's just so fascinating. You have three beautiful fireplaces. Thank each you. one very distinct. Yes. Which is your favorite? Um, I would say the one in the room we're sitting in right now, okay. um, is my favorite because it's the one we use the most. Okay. Um, and, and just the whole vibe of this room with the leather chairs, with the studs. And I've have like a, a bear uh, or excuse me, a cow hide. It's fake. Don't worry. Um, as my, uh, rug, uh, and it just has this really warm, rustic feeling to it. And mm. so I really enjoy having fires in here. And I'm not a leather leather couch person mm -hmm. i find them uncomfortable for myself sure and when i sat in your leather chair and i leaned back i don't know if it's this pillow and how <laughs> soft it is and I, it just like my body was like yes you've found the chair that you've been looking for to sit in. and i haven't even been on your couch because i feel like oh you'd if, fall asleep if i lay there mm -hmm. i'll be out yes in 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 an instant yes how did you select these because oh, like it's pretty so because you don't strike me as someone who's like I want a leather couch no because I'm other, not your other couches are very comfortable yes. too but I would not have a leather couch but, except for that it's what I know so growing up my parents had this leather couch that was actually this exact same color leather I never thought we'd talk about leather couches I just need to say that I, I never that. thought we would either <laughs> and um, so I really it was so comfortable and I loved it and they gave it to me uh, for my first apartment and so I had it with me. I had it for many years. I mean, right. there were like holes in the thing by the time I got Love rid of that. I was in my early 20s. Duct tape the holes or something. Yeah. Yes. I mean, but it was so comfortable. My dog used to go, he could sit like a cat at the top in front of the window. Oh, I love and, it. And he loved it. So I guess I kind of bought these sofas for my dog. But when we moved here, I said, 
that living room at my apartment in Quincy had that, uh, you know, I don't know what you'd call this color. It's it's a brown, a saddle, a saddle tan, but it's darker. Yeah. It's like a reddish brown. And I also had walls this exact color. Oh, you did? Okay. I had picked it out when I was in my 20s in Quincy and painted the walls this color. And I loved the color combination to me. Okay. It was so warm and inviting. And so when we moved into this house, I immediately said, I'm painting that the same color. Right. Uh, and I want to get uh, sofas that color. And I wanted these stud things. I just think yeah, it looks very stately. Tickering or stitching or whatever you call it. Like yeah. it's just, it's just beautiful. Yeah, they it just have, looks like, these nice. Round, um, I don't know what you'd call them. Studs? Studs. Mm. And they feel nice on the hand. When yeah, they do. Like my mom had leather couches and I never felt comfortable in them. And this just feels so. Yeah. It has like a regalness to it. Yeah. Yeah. um, But also a very like warm kind of like comfy, comfiness to it. Sure. Yeah. So sorry, you were saying about the tickering. I think it's called tickering, but. Yeah, no, I just, I, that's how the other sofa was, although it looked different than this, but it had these studs or tickering, as you said. So I had to My listeners are going to say, it's not called tickering, Marco. What are you saying? Because I always say things like that. And that's (laughs) what, but anyways, yeah. Okay. So. So that's how I ended up. I, I found these sofas. It was the first furniture purchase I made when we bought this house. And my husband really wanted two sofas. So um, the room is kind of long. um, And so he wanted two sofas facing each other with a coffee table and the rug in the middle. And then there's the fireplace to the right and there's a TV to the left. And um, I said, no, that's not going to look right. That's going to look too, um, you know, copycat. It's going to look too the same. I won't like that. So I insisted that we buy these two chairs. And... The only way I could get away with getting the two chairs is I was told that he was always allowed to sleep on the sofa. And the deal was, you can have the sofa. I will never ask you to be on the sofa. You can have it. You can lay down, take the whole sofa. Except that if I am ever pregnant, I get the sofa during my pregnancy. Okay. And so that has been the running joke about the sofa. And I think that's a fair, I think that's yes. a fair deal. Yes, okay. I, I thought it was. Um, and so these chairs, generally, I kind of put together, I put my feet up on the um, coffee table. And then as you see that white yarn looking thing, that's it's a, a poof. It's a poof. Yeah. And you can put my feet on there too, because I like to have my feet elevated. We have a poof almost exactly like that. Really? But rather than being cream color. Yeah. Ours is the color of your blue walls. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It's so funny. Wow. That's too funny. Yeah. It's funny how how and that's your that's your cousin right right how you guys have very similar similar styles and tastes yes i'm going to say that and i never met her but i think we get it from our grandmother okay so um i just think that all of that trickles down style the jewelry all that stuff and i i don't even know if she was a jewelry person but i wouldn't be surprised to know that she was yeah because she was she worked in a jewelry store she did. Yeah, she worked in a jewelry store. Do you know that store. that was my dream to work oh my in a goodness. jewelry store and I work in finance? I Is don't that... know how that happened. Or a florist shop. Oh, I could see I could see you in either. I really wanted to work there, but I just I wanted to parade around in like diamonds all day. Oh I mean, goodness. I guess that's ridiculous, but I really love jewelry. But it's not just the way that jewelry looks and is beautiful. I like like gemology. Okay. I really like the study of it. Oh my goodness, Marco. You could have a whole separate podcast episode of me talking about Tanzanite. And we're going to do that the (laughs) next time either you're in town or I'm in town because I don't know if you know this about us. First of all, we're at the end of our episode, but I need to ask you two questions before we go. But 
Uh, we talk a lot about stones and jewelry because yes. Amanda loves stones and jewelry. Yes, and, love them. Uh, you know, I love I love hearing about the properties of those jewels yes. and what they bring to you yes. or supposedly bring to you. I know mm-hmm. for some people that might be a little bit woo woo. Yeah, but if you don't own citrine. We yes. had a really great experience with citrine. Really? That's my birthstone. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Yes, of course it is, right? Yes. It's November. November, yes. Yeah. So I'll tell this story quickly. I don't know if I can, but I'll tell it quickly. So we were in one of those candle shop and um, smudge places that where you could get little, you know, things to smudge your home or like little crystal beads or whatever, yep. one of those kind of places because mm-hmm. Amanda needed a candle. Mm-hmm. And so there was these candles for sale because we were she was living in someone's home when she was doing a show. She was billeting in, in a person's home. And she's like, it's a, it's got an old kind of smell to it. So I want a candle so I can just freshen up the room. So I'm like, okay, let's look for candles. And there was these candles first that were on sale. And each one had some, some stones in them. Mm-hmm. And each candle represented something different. So one had pink quartz, and that was a candle you lit for love. Oh. One had an amethyst, and it was a candle that you lit for peace. Wow. And then there was the citrine candle, mm-hmm. and that's the one you lit for money. So she's <laughs> like, let's get the citrine candle. So I said, sure. And at that point, I didn't really know what citrine was. Right. So she was in, it was in Thunder Bay, Ontario. I flew back home. And she hadn't lit the candle yet. And when I went home, I went to the mailbox and there were three checks that mm-hmm. we had been waiting for. And so I called Amanda. I'm like, Amanda, did you happen to light that candle? She goes, I lit it like 10 minutes ago. How did you know? And I'm like, we just got three checks. And she's like, oh my goodness, right? Oh my so we goodness. were like, this is great. And then the next day, I got a really big uh, gig. And yeah. I called her up. I'm like, you won't believe this. Did you light that candle? And she's like, I just lit the candle. No. And I was like, I just heard from my agent. I booked this gig. So she brought the candle home. Yes. And anytime we were like, you know, we need a little bit of, yeah. you know, money in our lives. We'd yes. light this candle. And it always brought us good vibes. So that was our thing with, with um, Citrine. So I always tell people when they're like, you know, I, I need I need a little dip of money in my life. I, I say wear Citrine or find Citrine because yeah. it, it was really cool for us. What's your favorite stone? And it doesn't have to be a, you know, a diamond or ruby. It's it's tanzanite. Tanzanite. I love tanzanite. I actually did a report in college about tanzanite. I got an A, by the way, on it. Good, good. But it's something I'm very passionate about. In fact, I was on a cruise in April down uh, in the Bahamas. And my husband and I, we came back to the room and we were always on the go there. There was one night we came home early and put the TV on. It was the only time we put the TV on in the room. And we were looking for something, and I don't know why. We must have been having a conversation, so we weren't paying attention to what was on the TV. And it was this woman trying to sell jewelry. Sure. And the jewelry she was talking about was tanzanite, and she was showing some tanzanite. And my husband had no idea that I have this ridiculous knowledge about tanzanite. Right. So we're sitting there, and he says, I really like that stone. It's really pretty. You know, tanzanite's like a blue-purple. And uh He's I really like that. And he said, Well, let me tell you about it. And I started telling him and I thought he was gonna I thought he was gonna fall off the bed. He couldn't believe I had all this knowledge. I love it. And he said, I'm gonna buy you a tanzanite. Yeah. He said, You just convinced me to get one. That is the most amazing story. And lo and behold, we went to the Grand Cayman the next day. Right. And we were shopping around and okay. he bought me a tanzanite ring. Oh, that's such a lovely story. Yes. Yes. Thank you for sharing that. Before we go, you mentioned you wanted to be a florist. We're, this podcast is really big on flowers. Yes. What's your favorite flower? 
Ooh, definitely a peony. Oh, peonies. I love peonies. I love a big, so beautiful peony. I have lots of peonies in my yard. Um, every year I get a couple new ones and none of them are the same color. I, well, no, that's not true. I have two yellow peony bushes. Oh, yellow peonies? Yellow. Okay. Um, I have, uh, I had a coral one and it died, unfortunately. Oh. And it's very hard to find the coral. So I'm going to have to find that. Okay. But, um, I have uh, Shirley Temple, uh, which is the white. I have Carl Rosenfeld, which is the the dark dark purple. This is the name of the peonies. These are the yeah. name of the peonies. Um, I have all different. I have light pink. I have dark pink. I have fuchsia. I have every color you can imagine. Uh, Bubblegum pink. Sure. Um, and I just love them. Although the yellow peonies are really spectacular. Wow. Um, so they're my favorite. I also really love dahlias. Okay. Um, and I love anemones, the, the flower with the darker center. Yes. And I'm not keen on white flowers, although I do have a white peony bush, but I, I love color, so okay. white would never be my favorite flower. And but white anemones, and I, I think that's how you pronounce them, are my favorite. Are okay. one of my favorite flowers. And what's ironic is um, when I got married, my florist, who's a good friend of mine, Jane. Uh, shout out to Jane. Sh- shout out to Jane. She's the best florist ever. Um, and she put together. Uh, it's a long story, but I had to reschedule my wedding several times, and. Uh, she said to me, okay, what do you want your bouquets to look like? And I said, Jane, I don't have any energy. And she knows how specific I am about sure. what flowers I want. Yeah. And I said, I trust you. You do beautiful work. Just make it have a lot of color. And I thought after the fact, my wedding was in September. And I thought after the fact, shoot, I told her I didn't, I didn't tell her I didn't want any white flowers because right. I really didn't want any white flowers. And I said, well, I would have wanted white anemones, but they're out of season. We usually around here get them in like March or right. April. So I said, there's no way I'd have white anemones. And she opened the truck when she pulled into my driveway to show me what she had created for my bouquet. And lo and behold, the only white flower were white anemones. Wow. And she said it was a freak thing that at the flower uh, wholesaling place that she goes to, they had a couple bunches of white anemones. And she said, I stopped because I know how much you love anemones wow. and I had to include them in your bouquet. Wow, isn't that lovely? Yes. So well, she's great. Well, thank you for sharing that. The funny thing is, you don't know this, but I always say the peonies is the official flower of this podcast. Really? Yeah, because I love them too. There's oh, so much That's I love why them. I'm on here. There you go. <laughs> well, listeners, thank you for uh, staying with us as we <clears throat> dipped a little past 26 minutes today, but I think it was well worth it. I hope you enjoy this episode as much as I did. Thank you, Kelly, for being on the on the show today. Thanks for having me. And for our listeners, I hope you were able to listen and sleep. <laughs>